This is Roll With It Unplugged, a casual take on telling improvised stories through role-playing games. Today's episode is the third of a three-session prequel to Roll With It's Camp Lucky Strike, run with an alpha version of the Murder Your Darlings role-playing system by Doc and Kruger Games. Chris Kruger and GM Adam Doc Bracken are joined by Will Parsons and Kevin Paul. These German prisoners of war know that Americans bring freedom everywhere they go. Even as prisoners, Jerry is treated to morning coffee, a cigarette, and a copy of Stars and Stripes before work detail begins. Digging ditches is honest work for a former Nazi trooper. Dig that latrine, Jerry. President Roosevelt speaks to the American forces, reminding our boys to always protect the American way of life, saying... Our national determination to keep free of foreign wars and foreign entanglements cannot prevent us from feeling deep concern when ideals and principles that we have cherished are challenged. Our men returning from the battle lines as heroes all know the comforts of home. Have a bar of soap and a fresh towel, Private. After your hot showers, you'll all want to line up for blankets and pillows. A warm bunk and a clean tent await you here at Camp Lucky Strike. The PX is open for business. How about a souvenir for your sweetheart back home? You'll need it. Christmas will be here before you know it, and you may not have time to shop when you get home. How about you, son? What keepsake are you going to get? Just a medal, sir. Gonna kill me some krauts and do my duty. Then go back home to Colorado Springs and get my girl Dorothy to marry me. Oh, look. It's ice cream for everyone. Leave it to the army to get the factories up and running. French jams, jellies, and breads. Here at the hospital, there's no better medicine for a wounded man than fresh fruit from the villa, eh, mademoiselle? Oh, but French girls with their tempting treats are no comparison to our boys' Betty's back home. Sorry, French miss, but don't worry. That factory's churning out frosty treats at 200 pints a day. You can take a big bite of American freedom before you go. And there go fresh replacements marching to the front. Bye, boys. We'll see you when you get back in a few weeks. Don't forget to write your mother a letter, too. We wouldn't want her to worry about you, now would we? I'm sure she'll have an apple pie waiting for you when you walk back through the door. And the American Anthem plays. You're sick of this PR crap. You stand, LT, in the burned wreckage of one of the few buildings that was built. What is it? Uh, On the on post? Yep. One of the few buildings that was actually built by Americans? Yep. Um, Dang thing burned down. Somebody was too careless with a cigarette. You haven't had a chance to investigate it yet. It was a field depot. Field depot. Man. What do you do? People are looking around. They're all holding ice cream cones. Um, there is a detachment. Uh, a couple of the regular MPs have about a dozen PWs, Krauts, mm-hmm. uh, that are they are using them to clear out the smoldering wreckage. Yep. And they, uh, you know, everything is embered out now. It's just... Right. It's... It's just uh, fumes and, you know, smoke. Um, I am at a safe distance away, um, a few yards, 
and I'm smoking a cigarette. And I'm watching these krauts with shovels uh, clear out the wreckage. Nice. And I'm seeing them take fresh dirt and throwing the dirt onto some of the smoldering ruin mm-hmm. to put out the last of the, uh, you know, embers that remain. Yeah, the few that are there. And then all of a sudden, I get a very intent look on my face. And sort of a half angry look and half shocked look. I throw my cigarette down and I say, bury this. Holy shit, he said, bury this. And the only reason why it clicked with me is because I saw the Germans burying. Yep. And I immediately walk away to go find Lucky. Okay. Go ahead and roll it. What am I rolling? Um, you're going to roll against the main conflict. Okay. You are at a 10, so am I. Okay. Now, if I win by an extraordinary amount, do I close the gap more? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to use my D20. Oh. I got a D20 last right time. Right out of the box. Right out of the box. If I'm if I'm hitting the main conflict, I want to go ahead and, and use it. You got it. Um, and I got a two. Well, I got an eight and a five. So your your highest one was, was the eight. eight. So I rolled a two. You have six spread. I'm six spread. You can throw that spread at the main conflict if you want to right now. I will. Okay. Um, so that well, you you've got a free one. Uh huh. So you've actually got two more beyond that, which means that you guys have hit the goal. On that, you can call for a resolution scene when you feel you're ready for it. Okay. And you do succeed at walking away. Um, and finding Lucky. And finding Lucky. Correct. Okay. Now, what are you intending to do finding Lucky? This is a new scene. What's been going on the past three weeks? Have there been any other oh, murders? Oh, yeah. Uh, there no. was the rumor of the fourth murder, but that was that a rumor? It was a rumor. And now it's up to some number like eight so, or something. Sergeant Hayes was the rather attractive, voluptuous yes. nurse, uh, and I had nails assigned to follow her. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that obviously she wasn't murdered, so oh, well, I probably pulled nails off of that okay. after a few days. Just um, realistically, I'm not going to have him follow her for half a month. So This is what has happened with that. Um, Frank has personally overseen her protection. She is now seen with him quite often. And that came completely unattached to me. Right. Because he had no idea I had nails following. Right. Or even... Okay. Yeah, you didn't tell him that. No. Um, so, so as far as you know, it was an unattached thing. Okay. Was Which leads even more into my suspicion here. So, where do I find Lucky? One other question first. Sure. Am I being followed? By? Anyone. Do I recognize myself being followed during these three weeks? No. Okay. Wait. Yes. Yes? Yes, actually. All right. Then I'm either at the mess tent or at SRT. Not SRT. S2. Yes. Yes. Um, What time of day is it roughly? Morning? Um, Is it night? It felt to me like it was morning. Yeah. 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 We'll go. It burned overnight. So, yeah. So, I will be. It's probably 0900. I'm at S2, and for the past week and a half, no one has ever seen me in a non-public place. Okay. There are actually 
am, am I still the only one assigned to my tent? Am I sharing that with somebody? No, you were definitely sharing it with somebody now. Everybody's sharing with okay, somebody. Cool. Yeah. I have a very distinct way that I work the gears on my Jeep. Um, and I pull in. I know where your seat is at S2. And I pull in uh, to the side of the tent that is literally just you know a couple of arms reach from where you're sitting. And you can hear the distinct gears as I grind them together. Uh, especially I do it when I'm in a hurry. And you know I just pulled up. Okay. Um, I come walking in, take my helmet off. I normally curse at this moment because I'm sick of having to wear the helmet when you're so far behind behind lines. But <laughs> we, we know that that's what the regulations are. Not everybody's doing it, but yeah. you're doing it? I'm doing it. Okay. And I, I usually curse when I take the helmet off. But you see me walk in. You probably stop working because you're like... Yep. Oh crap, Colin's here. I actually motion one of the, the junior officers over and point at a couple of papers on my desk and hand them to him and s- step away from my desk. Uh, I walk in, uh, just sort of nod to the private first class that is pulling security at the door and kind of just nonchalant away his salute. I don't even return the salute. Uh, and then I look across and, and see Lucky sitting there and uh, Omara, that's your actual mm-hmm. name. Captain Omara, um, sir, can I, I? I need. I need. To, I got something I need to talk to you about. Certainly, Lieutenant. Lead on. Or here in uh, mess tent. You can just join me for a stroll, maybe. All right, sir. <laughs> um, love it when you call him sir. Yeah, in front of privates and uh, other others. Oh, I yeah. have to call him sir. But um, we go walking. But only 10, 15 paces past my Jeep. Um, and we're right on the corner of uh, one of the street, busy streets, obviously, because S2's right here. That would make sense. And it's one of those typical posts that says New York, you know, so many miles this way, Paris that way, Berlin that way, things like that. Yeah. Um, offer Major or Captain Amara a cigarette. Um, I take one and light it and look around uh, very cautiously. I'm assuming you would have come to me if you would have dug up anything. Now I'm talking about the murders. I I don't know anything new. I Someone's watching me. I haven't been able to do much. Someone. I don't know. Now, did you tell him about the dots you connected last time? To Frank? Yeah. The second time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, definitely. When, what, he, what was that again? Um, so, Frank, I probably know. Frank was thinking. the one who traded for the hatchet. Sure, yes. But then, uh, the person who... So, remember I got a, a communique from the Army Corps of Engineers detailing the murder. Mm-hmm. The person who gave me that copy... Mm-hmm. Um, got in trouble and was being under review by a certain person, and it's Frank. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's watching her because of that. So you just told me that someone's watching you, someone's following you. Yeah. But you don't. You didn't say you don't know who. You just said someone's following you. Right. Someone. I'm. I'm not sure. They're always just out of. Just out of. It's just focus. So you, it's, it's your gut. No, no, like I can see someone. They're always ducking around corners. So it's more than just your gut. Right. Yeah. 
I know I'm being followed. And see, here's the problem. We never figured out. Like, you took guesses on why Jenny was murdered, right? I assume we're far enough away that I can say that out loud. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's... Yes, you know, you know, you know my... So, what my nose is telling me. So if it was a morality thing... Yes. With the others, he killed both. But he ignored all the other girls. Or, sh- or she, I guess. I don't really know. Um, but ignored all the other girls. I'm being followed now. Is that... Well... If you're going from the angle I thought I was going on, then I would assume, yes, it actually leads you to being a possible uh, victim, considering uh, you're a womanizer, and uh, I think you also partake in other unsavory acts. It depends on your point of view. From the point of view of a nut job like this, I think you would deserve the hatchet. But look... I gotta tell you something I haven't told you yet, which is why I came here. All right. And it didn't hit me until about 45 minutes ago. You understand that Major Marziali is a businessman. Maybe I don't understand your um, clever uh-huh. use of the term businessman, but if it's what I think it means, I was unaware. Sort of look at you like I'm kind of surprised that you didn't know that. Why well, I absolutely look at you like I'm surprised you didn't know that. Remember, I tried to dig around. I tried to dig around sure. and got stopped consistently. This, this is more of Colvin's feeling that he thought it was more obvious to everyone. Um, yeah. Uh, Major Martielli is a businessman. Um, he's got connections back stateside family connections um and the business sort of never stopped got it um he's clearly an Italian and you know I'm American Irish the two usually don't run and mix well together but over here things are different um, he's got a web out here and most of us are flies in it and he's the spider. I think you understand what I'm getting at. Right. Yeah. I know there's someone else around here. I just steer clear of him. In order for me not to be a fly in the web, I handled some business for him. I've handled a lot of business for him. Is this, um, I know I'm kind of in the, the exchange and information business, but is this really something I should know? It's this some, part? It's something that you need to know now. Okay. There's a reason why I haven't told you. Because it need to know basis. Right. You're my friend, Lucky. I don't want to get you in something that you don't need to be in. I think I'm already in it. Which is exactly why I'm telling you this. Listen, we have drop-off points uh, where we handle our business. Uh, when all this stuff first started, 
and Jenny wound up the way she wound up. I met up with him and he gave me a package. Inside the package was your hatchet that you were working the angle on. That was in the package. There was a hatchet with a node inside, and it was it was it was wrapped up in a in a. Uh, the hatchet actually showed up on your desk later. Oh, yeah. that's right. I was pretty sure the gun was. Yeah. In there. Uh, what he had was uh, a gun. Yes, that's right. So rewind back a little bit. It was a gun and a letter. It was a gun and a letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the did I ever connect what I thought the gun was to? Okay. But I still have the letter. Okay. I show him the letter. I say he brought me wrapped up into in some butcher paper. Newspaper. Newspaper. Wrapped up in some newspaper. There was a forty five and this. And I look around and show it to him. This is the letter that looks as if the murderer is taunting uh authorities about um the murder of Jenny, calling her a whore and things like that. And there's also um, very much heavy implication that, that he will strike again. And this, and I'll look, I'll, I'll tap down at the very bottom where it says your friend Jack. And of course there's some stuff written in blood and all that. And I'll say this was before he was known as Superman. He brought this letter to me, wrapped up with the 45. And he told me, he told me to bury this. Now, you have to understand, before, there has been a lot that I've done for him, largely getting rid of problems. Right. Largely burying issues. I took him non-literal. About an hour ago, I saw some German PWs over at that fire that happened throwing dirt onto the flames. That's when it hit me. Bury this. He meant to literally bury it. Not bury the situation and make sure it goes away, but to actually bury this. He didn't expect me to look in. Because I did not take him literal, I looked and saw, what is it that he wants me to bury? He wanted me to get rid of this evidence for him. Now, you ask yourself, and then I will stop and wait for some soldiers to walk by. You ask yourself, why wouldn't he just bury this himself? He can pin it on me, if need be. I can be his fall guy. If he doesn't need it, he still keeps one of his valuable soldiers around. This didn't add up for Frank. None of this added up for Frank. When you were showing me the hatchet, telling me, we think this is it was major it was major Marziali that wanted it. None of that makes sense for for a businessman like him. None of. It. Then it started dawning on me while I was driving over here. Who does that ever really make sense for? If you're a killer like that, and you have it in you have this hate smoldering inside you, who does that ever really make sense for? Huh? I mean, it could be anybody. It's Marcy Allen. I want you to roll against... What is it? I know too much? Yep. Know something I shouldn't. Know something I shouldn't. I'm going to add a d6. 
and uses the relationship Jenny. Okay. I'm at an eight. Nine. Okay. So, when it's a do, you narrate. When it's a no, I narrate. And this was a no. Yeah. This may seem counterintuitive, but because you won, you look at this letter he shows you, and you instantly recognize it. And if this wasn't such a screwed up situation, it would be humorous. You know the guy that wrote it on a bet. And you were at the game where he lost it. Because it's a joke. Who won it? Who won it? Yeah. Frank Marciali. Who lost it? Just some private. A nobody. I will revise that slightly. Someone in the motor pool won it. Got it. But it's the same difference. You know what I mean? He was talking about Frank's going to love it. He was like, Frank's going to kick out of this. He's going to love this. Can't wait to see what he does with this. This is um, holding holding the letter, looking at it, trying like I have. You hear me laugh, and then like what's so funny? Laugh, but not laugh, but then laugh. Here's the we're. Uh, I'm having a hard time figuring out what's hilarious about this, this situation. Is, so here, this is hard for me to say, but we're we're wrong. We're both wrong. How can I be wrong? It's right. It's all right there. I know who wrote this. I know why. And what? I know how. I know what? how. Marcielli knows nails works for me. Whoever took the body of Private Smith and displayed him with that faggot sign on him followed nails. This all adds up. I don't understand. What What do you know? I know who wrote this. I know why, and I know how Frank got it because I was there when who he wrote, wrote it. it. Just some guy in the motor pool, but he lost it in a bet to Frank. At a game. The letter was a joke. I was there when he wrote it. He lost it to a guy in the motor pool. Yeah. The guy who wrote it wasn't in the motor pool. No. He was just some private. Okay. Yeah. He, he's a private who thinks he's funny. Got it. It's really what it comes so, down to. So he didn't lose it to Frank? He lost it to a guy in the motor pool who said, Frank's going to love this. Okay. Yeah. The guy that works for Frank. Yeah. yeah. Look, so you're saying this is just some j- joker private who wrote this shit because... Because he knew about Jenny's murder? No, this was before that, right? Long before. This was this was written way before. Was there blood on it before? No. Yeah, aside from the blood, this is... There's a guy in the motor pool who got it, said Frank would love this. Frank would I love think, this? I think you've been, um... I think we've both been had. I think he put you onto this on purpose. What do you mean? I mean, this is fake. The gun, there was no bullet hole in Jenny. There wasn't, right? No. No. There was no, there was no, there was no reason. That's a common gun. There was no reason to hand you a gun. You have your own, right? Yeah. There's, there's no reason to hand you this letter because it's fake. And I bet if we had the right, uh, the right doctors or something, you'd see the blood doesn't even match up. What's the point of all this? And with that, 
We go to Frosty. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> walking down the path. You have had two fantastic weeks compared <laughs> to the two prior weeks. No one has died. <laughs> no one has asked you to move bodies. It's a great first step. The girls have treated you with the respect you deserve. <laughs> And aside from the fact that... What was the condition you took? Um, for the new one? Yeah, the new one. Uh, too much murder. Um, yeah. Aside from the fact that that stuff happened, mm-hmm. and you think about it, every night, before you, you haven't slept well. <laughs> Your days have been wonderful. And the perfection of it all. The ice cream. The ice cream factory has opened. And as you walk with your cone in your hand... <laughs> past what, for some reason, must be uh, them burning down a building for some reason? I don't know. They, they're clearing the space or something. You're thinking to yourself, what? Um, maybe things are looking up? And that's when you hear the German say, Schnell! Schnell! And in German, there's a body here! A man was burned! Um, There are people around, I'm guessing. There are. Um, The other Germans turn and they they look and you see an MP go, or probably somebody from S2. Mm. Um, There's some MPs here too, though. Um, Somebody from S2 going, uh, back to work, you shovel, no. None of this German stuff. You shut and, and so I am um, maybe stopping. And if anything looks awkward, it's just that I sort of like stop and staring blankly forward. I'm trying not to acknowledge that, recognize what he just said. Okay. Uh, the German man is saying, "Why is no one listening to me? Mm. Can no one speak German? There is a dead man here. Dead, dead American. Dead GI. Is, it, is anyone dead. seeming to?" Um, like, with all his yelling, is anyone paying attention to him? Um, some, of the, some of the French bystanders, there's quite a few um, French girls. Mm-hmm. The, the camp has been invaded mm-hmm. by French girls. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over there and um, basically, with the excuse that a bunch of people are gathering, I was like, hey, what seems to be, the, uh, what seems to be happening over here? What's the trouble? What's he yelling? Just go about your business, sir. There's nothing to see here. We can handle these crowds. So I'm I'm actually looking to see if I spot the body. You can. Um, you see a uh, you see a helmet mm-hmm. sticking up out of the rubble. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the uh, what's the insignia on the guy who's talking to me? Uh, his rank. Oh, he's an MP. Um, that makes him. Uh, he's probably a sergeant. Sergeant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll basically say, uh, Sergeant, do you um oh, over there? Do you see that? I'm going to point at the uh, the body over there. See what? It, it looks like someone's down over there. Maybe hurt? I can't tell. He does a double take. Holy... That's a body. You, crap, get over there. You walk away. And the, and the, the German's like, thank you, finally. And he, with this stream, and, and he, and he goes, he takes a shovel with him, and he goes somewhere else, and he, he continues to dig, and he's looking the whole... He's watching everything that's going on the whole time. Mm. Um, this MP's just staring down. The sergeant's uh, staring down at the body. He's like, He's like looking around. He's who did you tell? Me? Yeah, you. I, no one. I was. Te- I told you. Well, you know who you're gonna tell? Who? Nobody. That's what you're gonna tell. Because you were wrong. This is nothing. Um. <clears throat> and then he then he looks over. Private. You yeah you over here right over here. 
Um, go get LT. Right now. Mm. Yes, sir. So, uh, <laughs> hops into Jeep. I'm just gonna, um, sort of turn and walk away, and hearing LT, I'm probably gonna ask him about it later, but... Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna raise, fu- and raise a fuss about it right now. Fair enough. Um, well then, as my scene, I'll have you show. You're still talking to him? I take where, him. where were you talking? To we were talking, around. we were walking around. Walking around? At a corner. Um, Jeep drives up, um, some uh, private who's in your um, basically, yeah, he's, he's an MP yeah. as well. Uh, he says, LT, there you are. I've been looking for you. Uh, there's something you need to see. What? And he's kind of looking. It's okay. Captain, go, go ahead. Uh, they found a charred body, sir. Female? No, sir. It's a GI? It looks like one of ours. I didn't get a good look. I, I ran off to find you. Hey, right. uh, um, Jimmy's trying to keep him, keep him quiet, but... Uh, I guess he would call him Sarge. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So very next scene is us pulling up. Yeah. The smoldering ruin of, of the uh, you're, field, you're, field you're impressed. Um, Jimmy has managed to move the Krauts over to the other side. He has managed to clear out the French uh, onlookers. And uh, he's kind of brought some debris over, sort of propped it up. There was a piece that didn't burn too bad, propped it up and... And nobody's really onto it. Um, okay. I go up. Uh, Omara's going to stay with me. Okay. Okay. I go up to Jimmy. You notice Frost hanging out in the wings. <laughs> I was kind of staring at Not a hateful glance, but a inquiring glance. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, I'll sort of like nod at you and then just sort of go on my way. What do we got? What, what what's going on? Jimmy, uh, he lifts it up. Says you're not gonna like it. Well, I don't. I don't. I. I. Who is this? It's, he's burned. Yeah. Um, do we know yet? No. Dog tags. He looks down. Kind of moves around. He. You can tell he does not want to touch this thing. But he's forcing himself. I'll, go, I'll go ahead and move his hand back and grab the dog tags. Okay. Yeah. Right underneath the the burn shirt, the burn cloth, you've got the tags. They they come right away through the the burn charred bone. Man, they got a little bit of burn flesh. Yeah, they do. Rub them clear. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing I see? Name, religion. What's the name. first thing? What's the name? It's nails. Peter Nalowski, or whatever yeah. his real name is, but it's nails. He's Catholic, by the way. I take his um, dog tags and put him in his put him in his teeth, and say, "This is Sergeant Nowaski. You need to get him to Graves Registration." Okay. Sir. He knew nails. Yeah. So I mean, he was one of our MP guys. That's yeah. it's choking him up. And I mean, Jimmy's no he's no sucker. Yeah, he may like comic books, but he's no sucker. Yeah, um, but man, this is this is choking him up. As as they pick him up and start to carry him away, I'll I'll grab Jimmy on the shoulder and say, "Make sure he rides easy over there, okay?" I will. I will, LT. <sighs> he's, he's a good man. And uh, 
he grabs the the private he drove it and just trying to keep it as few people as possible. Now I think you knew that nails worked for me. Yeah. I, if you didn't know that, I'd just told no, you. No, no, that, that I that knew. you didn't yeah. know, because we're close friends. Yeah. I knew the people that who worked for you. I didn't know the people you worked for. Lucky. This is uh, this is getting close close to the bone here. We are... I'm, I'm in... I'm in over my head. Looking around to make sure that we're completely... Like, everyone's moved off. Are you, um... Are you out? Are you done? Like, was this like your last? You're clear after this? You're not ever out of this stuff. But did he say that? Anything like that? Mm-mm. What are you thinking? Well, your uh, your aid is gone. Um. Look, he knows. I mean, he's he's. He's got someone on you. He just took nails out. I mean, this is starting to this is starting to look like a frame up job. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm hitting at. What I can't figure out is why. I mean, I'm just a guy. I can get that he would hit uh, that he'd hit one of the girls to start rumors, but why that one specific one? And then why follow it up with the other guy? I mean, he knows we're friends, and you got connections. I mean, you're a captain in intelligence. Right, but there are people who are more dangerous than I am. Might as well take you down with me. I mean, that's best guess. I don't know. The only thing I do know is, since we finally saw it coming, we can turn it around. Right. At that moment, the trucks drive up. Big old transports say Army Corps of Engineers on the side. And the Corps piles out. Uh, these guys, they've been here the whole time. They're, you know, they're working with the 89th and everything. They are always fresh and crisp. They're always clean. You never know how they do it. They must have a stash of uniforms somewhere and switch out every third Tuesday or something. Uh, but suddenly, a um, guy walks over to you. He's got a major insignia on and he says, I'll go to attention and saluting. Morning, sir. Lieutenant? Yes, sir. Are we clear? Excuse me, sir. We're ready to take over. The body was just thrown into the Jeep and just drove. Well, uh, yes, sir. I mean, this is uh, your... Can, can I just have a second real quick? I think I might have left something here. I just want to see if I, if I dropped it. Last time I was in the Give us like five minutes, sir. Then you'll be clear. Give you four. It's fine. Why don't you come with me, Lieutenant? He uh, turns and starts to walk back towards the uh, the transport vehicle. Okay, I'm not going to get out of Lucky's sight. Okay. I'll you can see him. If he's, uh, are you poking around the... Yeah. Okay. I'll follow along. Yes, sir. Uh, he doesn't seem to care about you. I'm going to stay away, stay okay. a couple of paces behind him. Yes, sir. He looks at you, he says, Lieutenant Colvin, I am not who I appear to be. Yes, sir. Uh, For all intents and purposes, you can call me Major. But the truth is, I am Agent Marlowe. 
OSS. Yes, sir. We are familiar with uh, some of the events of the last few months, and uh, we've been tracking you. We are prepared to offer you a deal. Would you like to go home, sir? Would you like to uh, go home a free man? Sir, you ask anybody in the ETO, they're going to tell you, hell yes, sir. We're having this conversation on a different level, Lieutenant. Colvin. A different level. Do you read me? believe so. Okay. Here's the thing. Frank Marziali. I want him. And you're going to help me take him down. Well, that's a... uh is that amenable to you? I believe so. All right. We did not have this conversation. Sir, I understand. I will... I don't feel that I'm maybe properly set up to be at the bargaining table here, but I would like to throw in one request. <laughs> I've read your file. I expected it. Sir, two minutes. Captain Omar over there, uh, he's my friend, and uh, things could go really bad here, and I want him out of the wake. And I'm not asking for a stateside, but maybe, sir, we could get him moved to England and away from this mess. You think Omar's tied to this? No, sir. I mean, through my end, he is, sir. I'm saying just I don't want him paying for something he's not really a part of. So I would say, yes, sir, um, I'm more than willing to help you, sir, but can we get him, after all this mess is is settled, get him over to England at least? That's your one request? Yes, sir. (laughs) All right, I think we can do that. I'll wait for you to contact me, sir. Yes. I will want a detailed report on everything that is said. I want to know details. You are now my man on the inside. Your four minutes are up. I'm going to wait till he walks away. Okay. And then I'm going, when I'm by myself, I'm going to say I'm always somebody's man on the inside. Take a new relationship. That's Marlo. Got a D4. I'm assuming it's positive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's Secret Service for... Yeah. yeah. OSS, yeah. Precursor to the CIA. Yeah. By the way, what I was looking for... I think it was Office of Strategic Services. You are correct. That's what it was, yeah. Any kind of metal that shouldn't be there. Basically, shackles, um, a shell casing... That's what you're looking for. Yes. Okay. Um, to what end? This guy would not just die in a fire. This guy would not just happened to drop a cigarette and set yeah. up a fuel depot. He was tough as nails. Yeah. This guy was either restrained he here and burned down, or he was shot here. So you're looking to see if... Um, Possibly lured, then shot. But yeah. even then, not the kind of guy to get easily lured. You're looking to see if there's a bullet casing or a bullet or something yeah. like that? Okay. Um, or even a pipe or something. Yeah. Go ahead and roll it. What's your top one there? Too many irons. 
Let's roll against that. All right. Too many irons. That's pretty. It's a D four on a D four. So yes, it is. So, um, but I'm actually going to attempt lucky. Nice. Two. Twelve. Nice. nice. Is an eight. All right. Well, you've got six spread on that. Cool. I'm going to put um, four of those from that on to know something I shouldn't. Aha. Which brings it up to fifteen. Very nice. And then that leaves me with two left. Yep. Crowbar from the motor pool. From the motor pool. Um, this is obviously not something that I can just throw in my jacket and nobody will notice. Yep. Uh, let's call it a lug wrench. It's a lug wrench. It's from a lug the motor wrench. Pool. That's how you know it's from the motor pool. Might be able to... It's a piece of equipment that's clearly from the motor pool. But people are watching me. Yep. So... You you succeeded in that well enough that if if you want to slip that into, I mean it's cold. He's got a big coat. Yeah. You're wearing you're wearing a coat. I know you. I Those know you want coats. this covered. Knowing you as well as I do, being as I've been shaky, but I'm smart. This shouldn't be found here, right? Right. All right. This goes into my jacket. Done. Like I bend down, I slide it into my jacket. I pick up basically a, a broken timber and then look at it in disgust and just drop it. Got it. Okay, well, that was my scene. Um, who wants theirs? Um, actually, I want to take mine if I could. Um, and basically, however long later, um, I'm going to see if I can spot you just kind of out and about. Uh, LT. So. Omara's um, uh, going to be with me. Okay, that's fine. Um, and it's going to be assumed in this jump that I just told him everything about the major. Yeah. And that I showed him the crowbar. Right. Done. All that is audience. Given. Yeah, not needed. No. Um, all right, so, I haven't seen you in a while, actually, that I recall. So <laughs> I've been, yeah, you probably haven't had a chance to talk to me, because as mm-hmm. I've said, I have been in every public place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did tell you that I'm trying to secure you a ticket out of here to England. Okay. Which is where everybody wants to be. Mm-hmm. Because it's far away from all the problems. You get all the cute British girls It's there. an island, yeah. I yeah. also don't have to deal with problems London, back home. London's, London's awesome. I'm Irish-American anyway. Yeah. It's not- I'm trying to help. So I've let you know I'm trying to get you a ticket to, to England. Okay. So um, I guess I'll find you two doing whatever it is you're doing. Um, Lieutenant- I know exactly what we're doing, but oh, yeah. we'll retro that. Okay. Uh, Lieutenant, uh, Captain uh, Omar. Yes. You, you will find us um, talking in the evening mm-hmm. in a very, very crowded officer's mess. Okay. Is it an emotional, intense conversation? Are you yeah. him having? Yeah. Officer's mess. Are civilians allowed in there? Yeah. Okay. You're a civilian going with You're at the chateau, in other words. I'm assuming that we... Oh, the officer's mess, officer's not the officer's mess, club. like a big tent. Right. Right, okay. Gotcha. I'm assuming that we've... we've you can go anywhere that you want that's not secret, you know. Okay. That's not off. We've stowed the lug wrench and the yes. letter... And all that mess. Yeah. We've been talking. Actually, this is probably a quiet, somber meal. Are Got we it. hiding? Are we keeping all that in the evidence locker? That's actually what I was going to talk to you about, Retro. Okay. And the, the intent is that me and him are staying in the public eye as much as possible. Okay. So that so conversation... if anyone kills us, they're going to have to kill us in the, in the light. Yeah, that conversation's happening first. Yes. Okay, then they should take that. Yeah, oh, okay. That, that's why does I said that we'll need do to that. be a conversation? Well, basically, all I was wanting to tell you is that we need to get as much crap on Marziali as we can. Anything that I have from the past, anything. 
and anything that he can dig up and I can dig up and get it in a, a thing for uh, have, to have someone deliver it to the Stars and Stripes reporter here at Lucky Strike in case we die. That's what you say right before Frost walks up. Right. We don't even need to have that scene. Right. So you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Unless you want you to call it a relationship I'm... scene and strengthen your relationships. Uh, we already have a strong relationship. Okay. I think it's fine. Mine's at a D4, so... But you, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to sacrifice your scene to make that a D6? Uh, not... Mm, because we should. could call it your scene and yeah, do that. I probably should do that. Okay. Go ahead and do that. We'll probably get another round before we resolve this I'm conflict sure. anyway. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we choose when we resolve it anyway. Yeah, so you guys right. get to choose. You can hold on to this forever, <laughs> technically. So, I know that the guy, the OSS guy, mm-hmm. is on to Marziali, obviously. But I want to make sure if something happens that it gets to Stars and Stripes reporter. Sure. Uh, Lieutenant, can you spare a moment? Uh, yeah, I'll be right back, sir. Carry on. Um, so I give you a look as I'm going. Like I'm not going too far. <laughs> um, at this point, I'm carrying a gun. Yeah, got it. So earlier today, um, I believe you saw me near the PW area. Um, I uh, saw the the body there, and uh, I was told by um, one of your sergeants um, not to tell anyone, but my understanding is that uh, you were going to be made, made aware of it anyway. Um, so I wanted to talk to you in confidence, if I might. Um, is there anything we should be worried about? Is, is this happening again? Yeah, there's a lot of shit we should be worried about. I, I, I'm going to tell you this, Frost, because believe it or not, I like you and I respect what you're doing for us over here. Listen, you know, in the Robin Hood cartoons, sure. You know, that big target he shoots out with his arrows, mm-hmm. and in the middle, there's a big red dot. Mm-hmm. It looks like I'm the big red dot. Oh. So you could probably do yourself a a favor by staying as far away from me as you can. Well, um... I don't want you to get hit by the arrow that's supposed to take me down. Tempting as your offer is, I'm afraid, um... Where you seem to be involved, my people seem to get in harm's way as well. And so... Respectfully... We're in this together. I'd like to know how I can help. All right. Now, besides this right now, you're not really connected to me. So, the people that are, we'll call him Robin Hood, people that are chucking the arrows my way, Mm. Robin Hood, he doesn't know where it's coming from if you take a jab at him. You get what I'm saying? I believe so. The best thing that you could do is something that might be awfully risky for you. I suppose it depends on what it is. It's something I could imagine you saying absolutely no to, but I'm going to throw it out. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to catch something? To lure it? To trap it? 
and used bait. Oh, I don't think I like where this is going. It's our best option. You see <sighs> that? That's a that's a southpaw sucker punch he wouldn't see coming. Toss it over. Think about it. Just for, just for um, <clears throat> just so we're on the same page. How about you actually run the idea by me, just so I'm clear. I think you should take one of your broads and put them out there. <sighs> but I think we do it in a very controlled way so that we can catch him in the act. You can use some of Amara's people. You've got people, don't you, player to player? I have friends. You have friends. You can use some of Amara's people. Do you people. like you right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, do that. still has some good friends. <laughs> you can use some of Amara's people. I ain't got many of them left, and they'd see it a mile away. Mm. This is something you need to think about, I understand. Yeah. But you can find us here getting biscuits and gravy and pancakes tomorrow. I'm telling you that because they're so, at 0800 they'll serve this, and at 0830 they'll serve that. Understood. So bri- biscuits and gravy and pancakes time. Maul it over, think about it. All right. You asked how you could help. That's the way. Uh, I just feel bad putting the girls on the line. I told you you would have a hard time with it. <laughs> No kidding. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for coming to me with this information. Be careful. Mm. You want to improve your relationship with him? Yeah. Okay. So you go up to a D8. You're seeing, Kev. Um, as he walks away and you walk back over to Lucky, one of the grease monkeys from the motor pool walks up and drops... Uh, a Jeep key on the table. Right by me? Right by you. Now, the Army stopped using keys in 33 for Jeeps because of lost keys and this and that. Um, and went a different route. You know, push button start and that sort of thing. But this is your signal. You know what this means. What's it mean? Frank is summoning you. This is your... Um, key mm-hmm. to take back to the motor pool as your excuse need to return this key and yet no keys are used and you know you will find Frank sitting in his jeep mm-hmm. and waiting for you alright so this is my scene it's your scene you can choose whether You're to go or not f- I am going to go Okay, but Amara's with me at this point we're going to cut from right when the keys get laid down I look at Amara, he looks at me, and I pick him up, and I say, we got to go. Question. The guy who dropped off the key, mm-hmm. did he get that letter in the bet, or in the gambling pool? Is he the, the guy from the motor pool? Um, it really doesn't matter to me whether he is or not. No, he's not. Okay. So we pick up, I pick up the keys, and I say, we got to go. Mm-hmm. Then we're back at my quarters. Okay. Okay? And I'm taking my forty five out. Mm-hmm. And making sure it's loaded up and it works. There's mm-hmm. no dirt in it or anything. It's good to go. All right? Done. I haven't had the leather clasp on my gun holster closed in a week and a half. So you're quick drawing? Should you um, need it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have a Luger, mm-hmm. and I'm putting it in my back. I have brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. 
corrupt. Sure, Don't yeah. cross me. Yeah, One absolutely. Foot in the past. I got brass knuckles. Put them in my pocket. Okay. Take a bayonet. Put it in my boot. It's I'm a over, cool scene. <laughs> I'm over there, just like what? What do you? What? I'm gonna light my cigarette. I'm gonna put on my garrison hat, which is that. Oh, you guys. Just kept. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put that on. <laughs> okay. Instead of my helmet. I'm gonna light a cigarette. Marziali wants me to meet with him. It's our drop-off point. I got a feeling. I probably don't have to tell you this, but I have a feeling I'm walking into something here. Take the shit that we got to give the stars and stripes. Get it to somebody. To hold on to it. If I don't come out of the motor pool tonight, if I'm not eating biscuits and gravy and pancakes with you tomorrow morning in the officer's mess, get it to stars and stripes. You stay clear of this tonight. Okay? This isn't your thing. Plus, some shit's going to go down that you don't uh, need to be around. Got you it. know, I told you I'm still tied to business back home. When one when somebody whacks one of ours, we whack them back. So, player to game master. What that means is I have full intention after I meet with Frank to kill one of Frank's soldiers. Okay. Just for vengeance. Okay. Because he killed Nows. Okay. Just for vengeance. I've got some forms to apply. Forms to uh, fill out with supply, anyway. And you need to stick around and supply. Don't be out walking around. Sleep there, okay? They got guards there all night. You know that. Yeah. Stay right there. I've been there every other. Worry night about for brushing a while. your teeth tomorrow morning whenever it's clear. All right. I'm gonna drop you off at supply. Got it. Okay. All right. Drop him off supply. Then I'm sitting in the jeep waiting for Frank. Okay. Or Frank's already there. You walk in. Um, Frank's in the Jeep. Yeah. The the gearheads are doing their thing, but there's fewer than normal. Um, yeah. No music in this scene. It's real tense. Dead silence. And I'm Foot, I, I, I look at Footfalls. every Yeah. And I look at every single grease monkey in there thinking that they're gonna kill me. Some of them just nod your direction. Yeah. They seem nice and calm. I'm looking for everything I can I can look I'm looking at everything as sure. I'm walking. Sure. What's here? Uh, you know, I mean, like, you, there's a guy with a bulge sticking out of the back of his. Yeah, his I pants, mean, I'm noticing you know? things that are something, oh, yeah. but maybe not. You oh, know. yeah. Yeah. Now, if this turns into a firefight, um, you've got a serious advantage in that um, you have you know what every kid is carrying uh-huh. and what they're not, and you are. And I got and I got a big heavy. If this were D20, I'd give you initiative for free. Yeah, I got a a big heavy. You know. Those mm-hmm. big winter coats that go down to your shins. Yeah. I got those on hiding, concealing my stuff. Okay. Frank is sitting in his normal place. I'm going to have my hands in my pockets uh-huh. with brass knuckles on my right You got fist. it. Frank is reading a copy of Stars and Stripes. He has not looked in your direction. But you can see his face. He looks very serious. Very stern. I get in. There's a sheen on his forehead. I get in, shut the door, kind of shiver in the cold. Mm-hmm. You got something for me, Frank? <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. You got balls, Colvin. Uh, what do you mean? I 
got the keys. I came here. That's what we did. We're men, so I won't play games with you. Messages received. What do you want? You want out? Is that what this is about? Because you know that's not possible. Well, you know I wouldn't ask it. <laughs> then what's this about? Shit. I don't know what this is about. I do. <laughs> but I'm not there. Shall yeah. we roll it? Yeah. Did <laughs> you figure it out? Omar figured it out, I think, but I haven't figured it out yet. Story-wise, and I was going to mention this earlier... That's why I asked if I was alone and I was the only one in my tent. Right. If I was, I'm not sleeping there. But the thing is, the guys bunked in my tent on certain nights. I'm the only one there. Those nights I'm staying in the uh, uh-huh. in the supply tent. Fair enough. So this is that night when I would normally be – it's known that I'm sleeping in the supply tent. All right. I rolled a total eight. He said, message received. What do you want? Out. Okay. And I said, you know, I know I can't ask that. I rolled a total eight, high die six. Nice. I rolled a nine, but my high die is a five. So what's that mean? So if you were trying to see if something clicked for your character, um, if something does, it's probably incorrect or nothing's clicking. Maybe okay. I'm just not sure what he's talking about. Okay, so nothing's clicking for me for for Colvin. So I'll tell you this. But it means it's wrong. He reacted completely oppositely from what you expect. He, I mean, he is in the defensive. He has literally asked you, from a position of weakness, what you want. Okay. And he and said, you, read you want him. out. And I said, you know I know I can't ask that. And that surprises him. You see his eyes go up. And he says, then what do you want, Golden? Okay. You got my hands tied here. He puts the the paper down, and you see that he's holding the gun. It's not a threatening position. It's a defensive defensive position. position. It's Han Solo making sure that if you make a move... What I'm going to do now is go full... (laughs) I'm going to go full into this thing. You know... This is to the to the audience and the game master. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go full into this thing, uh, pretending that I know a lot more than what I do, mm-hmm. and I'm going to assume some things that I think are right. Okay, hopefully. Okay. So he says, "What do you want?" You know what I want, Frank. I want to know why you were doing what you were doing to your best soldier. And what I mean by soldier is a mob soldier in this case. I want to know why you were crossing me. I want to know why. What did it buy you? I'm a businessman. You know that? Sacrifices had to be made. And quite frankly, I didn't think you had it in you, Colvin. But you have proved me wrong. You have, you have proved me wrong. Do you want to take his place? Is that what you want? Do you want to take Nail's place? Because you can do that. If that's what this is about. Take Nail's place? In a spot I thought I already was in? No thanks, Frank. Listen. 
I thought you Dagos learned a long time ago that you don't fuck with the Irish. Don't fuck with me anymore, Frank. Your whole world will come down. Everything. That's here in the UTO, and that's stateside. I see now. I see. You want to run this thing. That's what this is about. You don't want to replace nails. You want to replace me. You don't understand. You're not understanding anything. Well, explain it to me so that I understand why you burned my man. Maybe you watch just don't get it, okay? But where I'm from, you cross us and you get dealt with. You know what you were doing to me. You know what you were setting me up for. I gave you... I got wise to you, Frank. And I, I whacked you back. I gave you evidence that you could depend on anybody. Anybody. But you couldn't go and do that. No. No. You had to go be noble. Be the cop that I know you used to be. Why did you do that? Why didn't you just bury it like I said? Instead of trying to to solve it. Now we're all in it. Up to our necks. Did you know that there's an OSS officer on this base? You want my job? You're going to deal with that. That's what you're going to deal with. No, I don't want your job, Frank. Then what do you want, Colvin? If I can give it to you, I will give it to you. How long had Nails been over me? How long had he been one up over me? Since the start. His family. Why put that queer up in the auditorium like that? That was a problem I dealt with. It's because you embarrassed me. It's because you... You had to... Because you had to shoot that boy. Without telling me... You had to shoot that boy. That was my business, Frank. That wasn't part of your web. You know that. You overstepped your bounds. I was a good soldier to you. You made nails... I was a good soldier to you, Frank. You made nails do it. You made him do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you, and so I'm the one who's wrong for pointing the finger and saying, you go do this and delegating. Come on. What are you, some kind of wise-ass? You've been doing that for years. Nails was too thick in it. He was too thick. That was too much for him. Did you know that he came to me? Did you know that he wanted out? Well, then that was his fault. I had... I had to promise him things. Yeah, and what kind of promises did you make him? Doesn't matter now, does it? You ask me what I want? I want to go back to the very beginning of this conversation. Don't cross me. Do you understand? Look at me. Look at me, Frank. Five minutes ago, you told me. You surprised me. I didn't know that you had it in you. You have no idea the men I have watching you, watching this place as we speak. We going to war, Colvin? That's totally up to you, Frank. This thing 
can go away until this whole god-awful mess over here is solved. And then we'll pick it up when we get back stateside. And if you Dagos want to go to war over there, then us mix will gladly oblige. Yeah, I read you. You take A and B. I'll take C and D. That's half. Half my kingdom. We'll share it. I don't want half your kingdom, Frank. Then I ask you one last time. What do you want? It's nothing you can help me with. Then we're done here. What guy here in the motor pool is closest to Frank? Well, his name is Nails. (laughs) (laughs) But what Um, other guy? Um, head of the motor pool. What is he, probably a sergeant? And he's not in here by himself right now? No. No, he's, um... His name's Monkey. Monkey. That's one of Frank's main soldiers. Yeah. That's why he uses this place. I know where Monkey stays. Yeah. Alright. I leave the, uh, Jeep. Okay. He watches you go. Not a single one of his guys is even looking in your direction. Is Omar outside? I need to actually run a scene first. Okay, run sure. a scene. All right. So here's the thing. I'm in the supply tent. Mm-hmm. It's just after he's dropped me off. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at what we've got. I've got I've got the crowbar. I've got all this other stuff. I'm in the supply tent. Benny's nearby. Not not like watching me, but I know he's there. He's the supply clerk, the guy I know. He's why I can stay here. Mm-hmm. I'm going for the resolve on know something I should Nice. This is the thing that I know. This is the thing that makes sense. This is the reason that Jenny was first. Right. Um, so I'm going for the resolve on this. I'm, so we're both rolling D12s. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to factor in Lucky. Because it's going to take a little bit to figure this out. I'm also queuing in Jenny. Because mm-hmm. it's important to figure that part out. I'm looking at this, and it hits me. It hits me exactly why it was Jenny. It hits me exactly why Frank is involved. And it makes sense why he passed off that letter. And why the OSS officer showed up. It's a tall order. I may cut that back a bit, but I'll at least give you the thread to pull. Right. This, that, that's what I'm saying. This is what hits me. But the I need thing someone, you know. I need someone to back me up. Okay. So, on, on what I'm thinking... Blindly, I run out of the tent and I find you. Okay. And I'm presenting you with this. The reason why is so mechanically, mm-hmm. it's to basically get your help. Okay. Get a die roll help. Gotcha. But also because once you know what I know. So you're rolling Frost? I he, he's think, a negative. No, no. I, I can't roll him. I've, I'm already using one from there. I'm rolling oh, okay. Jenny. Mm-hmm. Mechanically, gotcha. I'm asking for because you can, you can give me an aspect to roll this. Uh, yes, I can. So That's I, mechanically I, what I'm asking. Right. Uh, you don't have to do that, mm-hmm. but that's that's mechanically why I'm coming to you, but also because this relates to her, okay. and it explains why she would be targeted. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, is a concern of mine. Yes. So. All right, so I'm going to take a D4 for striking out. Okay. 
And I'm also going to take one for Lucky, which is actually D8. Uncheck Lucky. Okay. So, mechanically, mm -hmm. are you going to help me out on this roll? It depends on what you say. Well, the thing is, I have to roll before I say stuff. Well, no, because you can role play first and then make your roll. Okay. And basically what might happen in the role play um, could affect what you're actually trying to do. So, I rush to wherever you are. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you're doing. I meet, I pull you away. Mm -hmm. We go to, not someplace secluded, but where no one can hear us. Mm -hmm. And no one can see what I'm showing you. Mm -hmm. This is the same night, right? Yeah. Okay. This is while he's talking to the other guy. Gotcha. Like Martial. I think I got it. Mm. I think I got it. I think I know why it was Jenny. I think I think I know I think I know why all this is happening. Well, I'm I was talking to I was, I was talking to LT. We think it's a sting. We're right, but we're wrong. You see, it, it's a sting, but it's not a sting on us. It has nothing to do with us except for the fact that we're in it. So um, I'm not making sense in mind. Not really. Okay, okay. Um, let me back up. You gotta touch a guy. You you gotta you, you gotta pin something on him. But he is untouchable. He's too far away, right? Okay. So you do a thing that gets his men involved. He tries to bury it through them. They goof it off. They goof it up because they can't cover it up, and it hits back on him, making it worse. Then when they're trapped, because he has to frame them, you come in, you talk to them, they turn it over. Jenny wasn't hit by the guy in the camp. Jenny was hit by a guy trying to pin the guy in the camp to get rid of him, to start all this. I really hope what you're saying is not what I think you're saying. She was a fall person that they hit because they knew I had contacts, and one of them was LT. Who's they? I'm looking around, looking around. OSS. I was afraid you are going to say that. There's, a, there, there's another guy. I know who it is. Um, he's, he's, in, he's in S2. They're trying... He's in deep here. And they're trying to get him. Now, he, here's the thing. I've got all this. And it can finger him really, really well. It's what they want. But I gotta make sure that they don't also finger us with it. Am I wrong here? All the stuff I just laid out. Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't see anything that would make it wrong. Because I gotta hand this off to you and go find LT. Because if they're gonna finger them, they're fingering them tonight. And they're coming after both. They're gonna go after them. When I show up, they'll get me too. I need to make sure that you can walk this over to this guy. So here's the problem. I'm not sure I want to help an agency that killed one of my girls to get what they want. I don't either. That's why That's why you're not taking it to them. That's why you're taking it to this guy in, in S2 unless I show back up. And you're taking it to him with this note that says send all of this to this address using this cipher. Unless I come back tonight. I'm with you. All right. So, um, I'm going to... Actually, I would say that um, patriotic and I'll prove it applies because um, this isn't how our government's supposed to work. So I like it. All right. Now I'm going to roll... And see if I'm totally going to hose us all over, 
or see if I took it out before I hose this all over. You need a 20. Or better. 20 would be a tie, and you'd be able to decide. Uh, I have enough dice for it, so you know. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> I got a 17. Oh! This was a resolve scene, right? Yes, it was. Oh, wow. So this resolves regardless. Mm-hmm. Frost, you listened patiently to everything he had to say. <laughs> but you know he's wrong. And you know he's wrong because of what you found last week. As you were going through Conroe's things, mm-hmm. packing them up. You finally needed his room, and you packed it up. And as you were going through his footlocker, you found the letter. And you've kept it on you. Ever since that moment, you've kept it on you. You have not had the will to burn it or to show it. But you know. You know he's wrong. Our government wouldn't do that. The OSS is not at fault here. Mm. Can't be. God bless America, it can't be. (laughs) We don't do that. But it was a man. One man. Who made a mistake. A man that society did not accept. What are you going to do with that letter? Lucky's out of control. This is a negative resolve. Right. I gain none of the benefits of resolving it. You're going to figure out how you're connected. How I'm connected? Yes. You're going to figure out how you're connected. But I'm going to let... I'm going to let Frosty have the information before he chooses to share it or not share it. I pre-wrote the letter. I like that. I kind of liked my resolution, but... I liked your resolution, too. Unfortunately, it was incorrect, and the dice, no. I couldn't find anything else that made sense. Oh, this will make sense. Where did he find this letter? He found it in Conroe's stuff. The crooner. They finally cleaned out his footlocker. Kind of sense step back home and that kind of thing. Yeah. What do you do? <clears throat> All right. So, basically, where we left off, I guess, is you were um, piecing this thing together. You thought you had it. I'm still explaining it. Mm-hmm. They were the only other people who could have known because there was maybe a couple of minutes when I stepped out, in between when I stepped out and came back, and then there was no chance for anyone to have found anything else out. So the only way they could have sent that that letter was if they knew, like if they did it. There's one more piece that I don't know if it's going to tell us anything, but so I pull a letter out of my jacket, and it's addressed to you. I'm getting really, really tired of pieces of paper. This was among Conroe's belongings, and it was addressed to you, and I don't know why, but... Before we do anything drastic, maybe you should just see what's inside. I take the letter. Do I know anything about Conroe? I know he didn't like me, right? I am going to say that I've... We're going to go with plan A, which was that I just opened it after talking to them. Okay, that's good. I I was going to suggest that mm. because I'm going to add a line. How old does this letter look? Brand new. Okay. I assume it's open. It is now. He, He opened it. 
You opened it earlier today, right? I opened it right after I talked to them. Okay. Because basically I was thinking about what they had requested. And as part of that, I was just sort of thinking through like... Okay. But it's been in your breast pocket yeah. the whole time, yeah. as described. Mm-hmm. Right. I slide the letter out and read it. Okay. Lucky. This is difficult to write. I know the taboos associated with being with me. But I hope that you can see past the normal rules and into my heart with its terrible secrets that only the heart can kindle. I'm torn apart not to be with you. I love you. And every moment we are apart is an ocean of pain and suffering. Perhaps you can appreciate the courage it took to write this. Perhaps it will be enough to drive you to want to be with someone who knows how to love a man. She did not love you. She is using you to spite me. That is why I did what I did. Let me show you true love. All my heart. Francis J. Conroe. I didn't want to believe it at first, but the more I think about it, Francis and Jenny didn't like each other at all and I don't know who killed Francis or why but it's done with the same axe I'm pretty sure Francis killed Jenny there's got to be it's, it's got to be a fake you have, you have other letters by him you should check the handwriting you it's compare a, it it's his handwriting this doesn't doesn't make sense none of this makes sense yeah it doesn't the answer to your question lucky whether you choose to admit it or not is she was killed in a jealous rage by a man who believed he loved you and she according to him, was using you to get to him. Well, I mean, obviously, and since, I mean, obvious, obviously, um, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't right anyway, so he probably was just seeing things and just figured everything was about himself. So, I mean, that last part's probably not true. It's definitely not true. The rest of it... I mean, he doesn't come out and say that he's the one who, who killed her, but... I suppose he doesn't, technically. Like, I don't know any more than you do. But then why... 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 Why would the other guy... Why would... Why would he care? Why would... Why would Frank care? Why? Why would he want to bury this? It has nothing to do with him. And then you realize why Frank would come after you. Frank set this guy up 
but he misunderstood. This man was lovesick. It couldn't have been for another man. That's not natural. He expected the murderous rage to be unloaded on you. Great. Great. And you know why. You know exactly why. Why? Got it. Buddy of mine, the reason that I'm as lucrative as I am, Mm -hmm. buddy of mine is the supply clerk. Mm Mm-hmm. He hasn't shown up this entire this entire thing. Mm-hmm. He's been quiet. He's just been the one guy that I can go to that I know will not turn on me. He's also where I how I know where everything is going material wise. I have information, I have material, I know this stuff. There's also an extreme rationing of cigarettes. A very, very extreme rationing of cigarettes. To the extent that it is easier to get a gun, an ammunition, or a package sent back to the U.S. than it is to get extra cigarettes. Wow. Except for the one guy who has access to all of the cigarettes on the base. Mm -hmm. A man by the name of Frank. um, Who has been leaking them out in exchange for the weapons that people have acquired from supply through other means. Mm-hmm. And then shipping them back home. Slowly, one or two guns at a time, a few boxes of bullets. To supply the Italian mob. Nice. Very, very slowly. BARs. And the only Thompsons, way and the only way to know that grenades. is the missing inventory numbers and supply that Benny has been complaining about for six months. Where you've been sleeping. Yeah. Well, no, he's just my friend in general. Fair Every enough. time I meet him, he's complaining about these missing serial numbers. I don't deal in guns. It's not my problem. Yeah. He targeted me because I knew he was running guns back stateside. Stuff that was going to be shipped off as military surplus, stuff that was going to be scrapped and sold in exchange for the now extremely rare cigarettes. And he knew that because I'd been looking for a new cigarette supply and I had just asked for the cigarette supplier instead of a cigarette supplier. Gotcha. Wrong choice of words. Wrong choice of words over and over again. Okay. So when you come out of the tent or when you come out of the motor pool, I'm standing there kind of huddled over. If you're paying attention, one hand is inside my jacket. Yeah, I'm always paying attention at this point. Jesus, Samar, I thought I told you to go back. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, what are you doing here? I'll look around. This isn't your business. Quick question. Would you have revealed that to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Specifically because we needed to stop by the supply tent first <clears throat> because this, I needed to grab some missing forms. <clears throat> this isn't your business. I told you, you don't want to get tangled up in this. We, uh, I'm looking around. Is, is Frank still there? Did you leave him behind in the motor pool? Yeah, he's inside. Let's go. All right. Let's, let's get out of here quickly. All right. I guess the scene will reappear like at my tent. Sure. Okay. Explain it all to you. And now, tacked on to everything else, 
including the letter that he handed me. There's, there's a stack of missing equipment forms. Some of them are for cigarettes that should have been distributed and weren't. And others are for weapons that were never turned back in. I wish I would have known you were caught up in this shit. I wish I would have known. Well, I'm just saying and what you were doing. Do you know I do you know I supply cigarettes? I didn't know to the extent of what you were doing. I couldn't find any. The these the, this stack isn't me and neither is that stack. So I got a question for you. Why would the crooner kill her? I mean, so so he, why was he in love with you? As I mean, it's it's not it's, I mean I mean, usually where there's smoke there's fire, lucky. You got something about you you need to tell me? No. I mean, look at my face. I don't understand. It's he had to have some kind of time with you. No, I never talked to him more than a couple of minutes, usually when I was going to see somebody else. It's a thing, it's it's come up once or twice before. I mean, I've got a face, people like it, apparently all kinds of people like it. It's not the first time this has happened, I don't bring it up because, I mean, I'm not that way, and it's still embarrassing. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. You can tell by the body language and the look on Colvin's face that this somehow hasn't changed his friendship with you, but he doesn't necessarily believe you. Right. You saw Jenny. You've, you've seen me, like, racked with guilt over the... I dated abroad back home for a couple of years. I went to go pick her up one time and she was a classy bride trying to get into business, you know, places women shouldn't be. I was picking her up and she slapped this fellow that worked with her. And I knew right then and there they were intimate, you know? She said it was over uh, some kind of silly accusation. So all I'm saying is, usually when someone is going to use physical violence, it suggests intimacy. Maybe on his side, but we never talked for more than a couple of minutes on my way in and out of the chateau. I suppose it's really none of my business, Lucky. It's just uh, we're in this thing deep together, and I need to know everything so I can... We are friends. If I was going to hide that from you, I wouldn't need this letter to prove my point. We don't need this link to, to say why Jenny died. I'm just saying it's awful weird that that queer likes you like that. It's not as weird as you might think, but it has nothing to do with me. I like you, Lucky, but I don't love you. Exactly. Just making that we're clear. Okay. Basically what I want to do, um, you guys told me to meet you at the, the officer's mess the next morning. Do you guys, are you guys both there? Yeah, because I said we would be. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 
And didn't I give a whole bunch of stuff to somebody and say to... That was me. That was you. Yeah. I've still got all of it. Okay. In fact, yeah. we were just looking at all yeah. of it. So we're at pancakes and biscuits <laughs> and gravy. Right. Um, so I come in and I sit down. Um, and uh, basically I'm... All right, so I thought about it. You told him about it. Yeah. Yeah. What it looks to me is that all of us want to get this right guy. Am I right? At this point, I just want to get out of here. Yeah, you and me both. Thing is, the whole reason I'm even in this mess is to keep my people safe. And, you know, you told me to make the show bigger and badder, and you know, I had the girls show a bit more leg because you told me to. There are a few things I'm willing to do. I didn't, I didn't like that, but there's something. I did because I had to. Putting them in danger, though, I can't do that. I'll do anything else you guys want. But I'm not putting them in harm's way. That's fair enough. I think now that most of the cards, hopefully all the cards are on the table, we know what's coming and why. When those kind of question marks are answered, I don't know if we really need that kind of help anymore. So, I told you to mull it over. You did. I respect your stance on it. Thank you. What I strongly recommend, actually, given what's happened, and battle lines are being drawn within Camp Lucky Strike, Frank has uh, mustered his army and the motor pool. You have, whether you mean to or not, um, taken over half of Lucky Strike. He's going to give you that. He's literally just pulling back with Lucky's empire behind it. Um, You have lots of resources. You've got the supply tent, basically. You've cut... um, You've cut Frank off from supply. That whole thing with the guns and the cigarettes, that's not happening anymore. Make strong statement, narrative statement. Begun this Clone War has... (laughs) <laughs> and let me fast forward two weeks. Okay, I was just want to do one last thing. You can. You've got. You've got a thing. You can. So someone. Someone go ahead and explain to me why, with all the stuff we've got, with we're not just gonna hand this over to the OSS officer. Well, I'll explain that. I'll explain that right now, but. I'm, that's, that's, I'm asking basically in character. I mean, in and out of character, I'm like... Because he told me he'd come to me. That leads me to believe he does not want me to contact him. That's right. You'd blow his cover. I'd blow his cover. So he told me he'd come to me. So I have to wait for him. I cannot go to him. He made for, that specific... For all you know, this sting operation is waiting for Frank to act, to move, to yeah, do okay. something that is okay. ironclad. All right. So, last night... <clears throat> After I parted ways with him. Walking. Not in my Jeep. I find... Now, I've heard... Player. 
something tells me that Will knows the reality of this, but it would work in a movie anyway. <laughs> but I've heard before they were really using silencers that a lot of times you could put a bottle, like a wine bottle, and stick it on the end, and the one pop was at least muffled enough to where it wasn't really loud. Mm-hmm. It's never not really loud, but it'd probably be quieter. Yeah. <laughs> well, movie-wise, yeah, it's going to be like a, you know. Um, I'm going to get a wine bottle. I'm going to carry it to Monkey's tent. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to walk into his tent, and I'm going to say, hey, Monk. Roll addicted to trouble. <laughs> I'm going to take hitter. Okay. And my D8. Six. Eleven. Okay, so I just rolled the D10. Do I add anything else? Don't cross me. Um, That's a aspect. Go ahead. Yeah, you got to check it off and do it. Let's... Okay. Fourteen. That's enough. Okay. Um, I asked you what his number one guy was, and you said it was Monkey. It was Monkey. It so is Monkey. I go into Monkey's tent, and I've got the, the wine bottle mm-hmm. over the forty five, mm-hmm. And I say, hey, Monk, Frank needs to see you. Hang on, sweet cakes. I'll be right back. There's hey, a French Monk. girl in there with him. She's, like, passed out. It's a French girl? Yeah. Okay. And she's wasted. Yeah, oh, she's totally wasted. She, okay. She's not even awake. So I'm going to take her and, without looking at her, I'm going to take her and throw her and push her out of the tent. Hey, what you doing? Look at me. What's your problem? Look at me. I'm looking. Do you see who this is? Yeah. Shoot him in the head. And what do you say that begun this Clone War has moment? I'm going to take the keys yeah. that he would give me yeah. to say that it's time for us to meet. Yeah. And I'm going to throw him on his chest. Nice. On the dead body. Nice. And then I'm going to walk away. Cool. Very cool. As you walk out, the rain begins to fall. It doesn't stop for two weeks. Solid. It's October. It's bone cold. And you have gone back and forth and back and forth with Marziali. Body count. Oh, we're in a full war. You are in a full war. Body count is rising. Is that rising. mainly because I killed Monkey? Is that mainly because I killed Monkey, or was that... You don't know. You, don't you would assume. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the that's the obvious. You hit one, he hits back. Right. So, without this happening, I like to request a trade-off, <laughs> because I don't necessarily know... Like, <laughs> I, I hear about this, but I don't know that there's a war happening. Yeah, sure. Um, when it's real slow, don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, uh, but murders are happening. Yeah. So, I've got my consequence, too much murder. No, accidents are happening. Yes. Sure. Um... Too much murder, I'm going to uh, go in and up that. It's a consequence. It's a D4. I'm going to up it to a D6. Yeah, you should. And exchange, I'm going to go in and up Frosty to a D10. That's great. That's fantastic. Cool. I'll let you establish the where, LT. But I, it's my scene. Okay. Where are you? And what are you doing? Um, so how climactic is this about to be? Very. Um, because there's something that I, I might, if I could take my scene first, um, it might be something that's happening in that week or whatever that it's been um, that might help establish some context. For you had one left, actually, so go okay. ahead. Um, 
So I'm going to try to resolve they won't like a curfew because mm-hmm. I've had the CRP sure, yeah. for a while. Um, basically, what I want to do is, um, in, with the resolve, see if I can basically keep the girls on board with being under curfew. That's what we'll go to. Two weeks have passed, yeah. and we're with you. The Because, dramat- I mean, we just had a seriously dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. So, narratively, mm-hmm. so dramatic tension is now low. For, like, months. Yeah. But that's however long we've been here. Right. And so, basically, I want to see if I can convince them to basically be content with it, or if they're basically going to start rebelling. Uh, ten, ten weeks. This, this is going to be your tenth week. Okay. Why are we still here? <laughs> lots lots, lots, lots a, of shows, I this guess. This is the largest camp yeah. in, the, in the European theater. Yeah. 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 And... The boys are cycling out. They're That's just churning yeah. out. Yeah. So, so they're not seeing the same shows. <laughs> exactly. It's gotcha. the most perfect place for you to be. Absolutely. Actually. Gotcha. All right. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's D8 versus D8. All right. Um, I'm going to check Frosty. You're not going to check off like five, six things? Just, uh, <laughs> not this time. Um, I'm also going to um, check off positive relationship with the girls. Um, I think you're just sort of like your star destroyer. And then I don't know if there are any consequences you want to invoke, but. Uh, just too much murder. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Seven for me. Um, Eleven. So I get to erase they won't like curfew. Nice. And then I get to do one of my effects. For the resolve. I'm actually going to convert. Um, I'm going to convert too much murder into an aspect. Really? How? Um, the idea being that I'm sick of it enough that I might be able to sort of use it as motivation to do things. Sick to death. Mm-hmm. Um, or sick of death. <laughs> One of the two. Sure. Um, so I convert it to an aspect. It stays at the same die value, so it's a d6, and I erase it from my consequences. Cool. He's dead serious, and I'm seriously dead. <laughs> so we'll actually go ahead and just say that that was um, the show, and we see another show. Mm-hmm. Um, describe the show for us. Um, In that regard. Yeah. Uh, not nearly so sexually charged as the one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been able to sort of get my way on that. Um, I think the girls generally appreciate it, too. Like, they never, like, really openly complained. Last time we can tell some of them were kind of uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them, I think, are kind of settling into, um, they're, they're, a lot of them seem to be sort of over the, oh, look, we're in a camp with a whole bunch of soldier boys, you know? Right. Um, they're kind of just content to be doing their jobs. They've been here long enough that it's just professional. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're cool with the curfew. The staff's used to the curfew, so nobody's really complaining. Um, especially now that the rumor of the Superman has pervaded the camp. Yeah. So, so some of it's out of fear, unfortunately, but, um, fortunately, Partially because of that, partially because of all the other things, they're kind of okay with the curfew. So, okay, um, okay, LT, you just watched um, yet another show. Assuming you bothered to be there, you said for me to establish my scene. Yeah, okay, that's that's all we know up to this. But that's I'm, how that, that's I'm, how we are. I'm going to establish my scene. Where are you sat? I am in my quarters. Yeah, so my, you skipped the show. My tent. Yeah, I skipped the show. Okay. I'm we with, hear the the cheering and applause in the background, so that we know it's it's over something. the weeks during this war. Mm-hmm. It has very much shifted to Italian versus Irish. That makes sense. We never said what Jimmy's last name was. Mm-hmm. His his name is James Kilkenny. 
Nice. He is Irish. He is now, over the weeks, Jimmy has become my new nails. Sure, yeah. And I have bought him fully. Um, if I can get him, you know, I get him French broads. If I could get one of his girls for Jimmy, I did. All the comic books he could ever want. Mm-hmm. Better not have done that without my knowing it. Or yeah. Yeah. Better have done I did that without, without <laughs> Frost knowing yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy is my guy. Cool. And I know he is untouchable. Excellent. Okay. It opens up with Jimmy smoking a cigar mm-hmm. uh, with his feet rested on crates in front of my desk looking at a comic book. And he has an M1 carbine on his lap mm-hmm. in case any trouble goes down. I am at a typewriter and I'm writing up transfer orders that friends can help me make sure they get through. And it says, I am from Philadelphia and I am requesting to be moved to the battle in the Hurtgen Forest Mm -hmm. and that I am requesting to be an officer in the infantry because the 28th Infantry Division is fighting there and they are the Pennsylvania National Guard. And that I feel that my duty needs to be with brothers from my neighborhood mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. That's really not how I feel, but I want to get out of here. Yeah. I got to get out of this place. You know, there's an irony because you found out that Frank was just about to uh, dispose of you by sending you on a suicide mission. Um, but right about the this time. This is basically a suicide mission. Right. Uh, but right about the time that um, he thought you were setting him up and he thought you'd taken down his man, he, he pawned it off on some sergeant. Yeah. So I think officers in the Hurtgen battle had like 80% casualty rate. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a suicide mission. Oh, anyway. heck yeah. Um, but it's believable because I am from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, sure. And I'm wanting to leave the CID and go to be an infantry officer. Mm-hmm. And they would almost surely take me because oh, yeah, I sure. have experience and they need officers. So it opens up with the camera. It shows Jimmy in the background. You can see him smoking a cigar and reading one of his comic books that he loves. And I'm typing this and I'm looking at it and I pull it out and I'm getting ready to go take it to operations, mm-hmm. which is Marziali. Nice. But it's in the daytime and... You know, the war doesn't touch the daytime inside offices. Well, if you'd like to negotiate an aspect called suicidal, um, you can up your die type by one. Well, I think it's more like I just got to get out of this place. Okay. He's not really being suicidal. He actually feels it is better. He has a better chance fighting the Krauts than he does here. You could increase the die type on that related consequence. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. And get a trade off. So I'm going to increase that because he feels like he can take his chances out in the foxhole better than here waiting to get whacked whenever yeah, he gets out of his Jeep walking in, you know. Yeah. You've had a close call or two. Right. Um, and this is shadows, my, this you know, is my way out. OSS has not come to me. No, they have not. And they promised me a way home. I think it's bullshit. Something's gone wrong. It's been weeks. Um, either they got what they wanted and they no longer need me or something. Mm-hmm. So that's what how my scene right now I'm taking it out and I look at Jimmy and I say, okay, we got to make a trip to operations. I got to get this, dump this letter off or this request. Request for orders. 
I can take it for you, sir. We'll be going together, Jimmy. And all the while, this is, I guess, maybe un- unknown to the audience or maybe gathered through the eyes. Every time there's been accidents and murders, mm-hmm. it's been Colvin that's been investigating. Yeah, of course. Because he's a CID detective. So I've been covering up my tracks mm-hmm. on my murders and <laughs> doing what is best for me on, on, Absolutely. The, on the Italian's murder side. Lightning strikes. Thunder rolls. Literal? Literal. Okay. And you see a shadow outside of your tent. Did you see that, Jimmy? Yeah, I saw it, boss. Get your weapon on it. <sighs> Done. Pull the safety off my forty-five. Wait for another flash of lightning. Is the silhouette still there? What did it look like? Helmet? Helmet. I'm motioning him over to the side. I'm going to step behind uh, some crates I have piled up. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, Enter. A GI steps in. His head is bent low. He's smoking a cigarette. He is soaked head to toe. You get the impression he's been standing outside your tent for a while. Or at least in the rain for a while. Get your hands where I can see him, soldier. Right now. He drops the cigarette, sticks his hands up in the air. Jimmy, search it. Jimmy starts to pat him down, starts at the bottom, goes all the way up and goes, Oh dear God. Pull my pistol out. Man lifts his head. It's nails. It's got all golden ghost. Get your weapon on him, Jimmy. Get away where you can't reach it. I ain't no ghost, he says. You got some explaining to do to me, nails. Yeah, I suppose I do. I wasn't sure I was gonna come in. Here well, you're here. It's guilt, boss. It was guilt. I heard. I heard about the war. I know it's over me. I know it. That was a big piece of the puzzle. Listen, there's blood on our hands. There's blood on your hands and blood on my hands, but... It's for the right reasons. This blood is based on a misunderstanding. This is like the most you've ever heard Nails ever right. say. <laughs> he's not the he's not the talkative kind. I thought you'd figure it out whenever I gave you the axe. Keep going. I killed the faggot. Frank had me do it. It was to cover the tracks. It was supposed to end there. Dummy missed. 
idiot killed the wrong person. What killed the dame, killed the broad, didn't kill the kid. What do you mean? That, um, that O'Hara kid, the oh, O'Mary, oh. Lucky? Lucky. What about him? Frank wanted him. Wanted him scared. So he, he gave that crooner faggot an axe, drunk him up real good. Pointed him towards the tent. He was supposed to scare him off. He was supposed to scare him away from all the deals, from the cigarettes, from the guns. Idiot killed her. Killed that girl. So often, same axe. Thought it would end there. should have been there now the only other person that knew about it was that fag private I told you to kill him I did that's the problem you let Frank know about what you were doing that that's why it didn't end there I did and why are you coming here now told you I betrayed you does Frank know you're alive no. I came to ask you forgiveness. And then maybe end this thing. I don't know, Nails. A guy like you? Why are you going to want to go legit now? Why are you wanting to get all noble on me now? Look at my uniform. You see where I've been? You know I've been on the line. I thought this camp was hell. You... You guys... You're having fun. It's a walk in the park. Day in Central Park. Right here. You've got statues. You've got store. You've got entertainment. I've been fighting the last two weeks. I don't take my eyes off nails. Jimmy? Yeah, boss. I want to be fine here by myself. Nails, you're going to take a seat right there. Keep your hands out where I can see them. Jimmy? Why, boss? I need you to go get Lucky. I need you to bring him to me. It's not the right call, boss. This is Nails talking. Oh, so you're going to come in here and tell me how to do my business now? I came to do a thing. You have information now. What you choose to do with that information is on you. You kids playing in this little camp, singing your songs, it's kitty garden. There's been a lot go down in the weeks that you've been on the line. Yeah, I heard. That's why I came back. I'm, I mean, it's not me. I'm, Impersonating some kid, but I'm AWOL as that kid. I have to steal another corpse's dog tags just to go back. But I didn't want that blood on my hands when I got the bullet. It's going to take me down. You know what, Nels? Your name, your serial number is already registered to a dead man. No one will miss you if you go missing. 
you shouldn't have crossed me. Do you understand? Yeah, I think I do. And he runs. I'm going to have Jimmy grab him. Let's motion to Jimmy to grab him at the door. Okay, I got a seven. Uh, six. You win. Okay, so Jimmy stops him. Okay. Throws him. Throws him back down into into the uh, tent. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's at the door with his carbine on him. Okay. And I'm got my pistol out. Uh, for narrative sake, let's let's say that they're out in the street in the mud. It's the middle of the night, but okay. Or you know, it's it's like nine. Nobody's here. They're all at the show. But this is happening out in the mud. Nails, there's nowhere to run. I got men all around. There's a lot more to me than you ever knew. You should have never crossed me, Nails. You should have never crossed me. You should have come back and told me. I didn't know. I just heard. You heard what? I heard about the war. I'm going to walk inside. We're going to sit down. We're going to have coffee over this situation. (laughs) Sure. You got it. So he comes in. Yeah. We sit down. He's going to be about as far away from me as I am to Will. Okay. I'm going to place my 45 down. Jimmy's going to stay at the door with his carbine. Got it. That was all my scene, by the way. Okay. Um, so let's flip over into yours. So my one foot in the past is now at six. Nice. So there's a back and buy resolution. You can, yeah. If you want to do the resolve scene on that right now, you can. Yes. All right. Sweet. Let's go ahead and roll that and see who has narrative. Uh, so what I want out of this is, mm-hmm. do I tell you what you I want? You can tell me, yeah. What I want out of this is a way to not kill Nails mm-hmm. and do, to take Frank down. Got it. An 11. Okay. Uh, my highest die is a 5. My highest is 7. So you're going to get the spread regardless. Mm-hmm. However, I have rolled a 14. And I rolled an 11. So I win, mm-hmm. but you get the spread. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nails lifts his knee. And nails um, your right hand man, Jimmy, in the knee or in the uh, in the crotch. <coughs> he falls in the mud. That moment, that brief moment, is enough for nails to scamper away around the backside of a jeep. You chase him. Mm-hmm. What do you shout to uh, to Jimmy? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. So it's just the two of you. Mm -hmm. It's left and right. The rain is pouring down rain. Then it's between two tents, diving. You're over him. Then there's a dark place. Then it's a light place. You think you've lost him. You find him. You round the corner. Just as you round the corner, you see something you do not understand. Two men. One is crouched before the other one. And the one that's standing pulls a bayonet out of nails. He gasps, goes for him. The guy takes his own helmet and bashes him over the head. Looks around. You duck. I'm still alive. Still alive. Still alive. I'm still alive. Still alive. Oh, I gotta find Sarge. And he runs off. And it looks like Nails is laying there dying. Nails is there bleeding out. 
I'm just going to let it happen and leave. Jamie comes up behind you. He says, Boss, we got to get rid of that body. Yeah. I'll go, yeah. I'll go get a Jeep. Okay. Yeah, do it quick. You got it, boss. Go. Go to the show. Go to. Uh, we'll take care of it. Go to the show. All right, I'm trusting in you. I'm going to the show. <clears throat> you trust him. He's going to take care of this. You know he will. Next scene. Mm-hmm. It's one of you two. <sighs> that, was real, that was really cool. I... Keep in mind, you can trigger the um, group conflict resolution should you desire. What's my die against that? Eight. His is a ten. It's V12. I think I'm going to... I'm going to just play that. I'm not going to try to resolve it. Uh-huh. Because if I win, maybe something good will happen. If I lose, it can only have my die. So, um, But I will leave it up to you to tell me how I'm involved. Sure. Uh, my die is again a. So your your goal here is to change the die time. Basically, yeah. Okay. And okay. in fact, what I could do, I'm at a eight. You said, yeah. Um, I might just take the failure, and you tell me um, what consequence happens if we have to do twelve. You got it. One too many is your consequence. Okay. CLT, come in. He looks completely freaked out. So you talk to him. It's kind of behind stage, mm-hmm. if you will. <clears throat> and he's like, what, what are you like? I was here the whole time. Yeah. Listen to me. Frost, listen. Mm-hmm. Look, you've been wrapped up into a lot of a lot of things, and I understand that. This one's easy for you, okay? Any questions, I've been here the whole time. All right? And I owe you a favor. I owe your girls a favor. Okay? Um, I mean, is there... I guess... <laughs> I guess it's need-to-know basis. Look, I'm here. I've been here. You call in any favor you need for you and your girls, I'll make it happen. All right, Lieutenant. The proverbial straw. Rather, it will be if I find out why he's making that request. That was one too many. Mm-hmm. That was one too many favors, mm-hmm. is what that was. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been trapped in the middle of all this. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Because, uh, you know what it was? It was the fact that, and I'm not saying this to his face, mm-hmm. but basically it's just that after all this time, and after thinking that we basically been on the same page... It's just like one more thing he's asking me to do without letting me in on it. Yeah. And it's like, where's the trust, man? You know? It's just one too many. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm simply using you at this point. Yeah. Lucky? I've actually got to check something with um, with him. With LT. Okay. Because it sets us for this. Yes. But it requires a group effort and it requires planning in advance and it also requires me to trade some stuff. Go ahead and pitch it. Okay. So I need to trade. I want to up the die type on my consequence knew too much. Uh-huh. So I'm learning the last thing I need. Okay. Um, I'm following the the main thing we need. The main thing that we need to know is 
we need something that ties Frank to that trade, to what's going on now, and we need it proven. Yeah. He believes that I know. I know now, but he believed I knew anyway. I was his target. I was his goal. I want that last little bit of of information. I want that last shred of proof showing that he was trading cigarettes for guns to ship. You got it. So what I want to trade is I want to trade upping basically the consequence knew too much Mm -hmm. to increase my die type on the major obstacle. So two and two, which ties me with with that. But it also increases my consequence to a D10. Yeah, that's essentially the same as taking a fail. So, but it doesn't cost me my turn. But it doesn't. Yeah, it well, it, it doesn't cost you your turn, and it also doesn't cost you an extra consequence. It right. ups the die type of the consequence, which would need to be negotiated. And I'm totally fine with that. I was going to trade two. Okay, if you're trading two, yeah. then it's a twelve. Yeah. By the way, um, I've kept Lucky very much in my camp mm-hmm. over the last few weeks, and he's Irish, of course. So he's, and he actually was kind of the key figures that kicked off the war. Yeah, well, which is the key. why I'm coming to you now. Yeah. Your scene. We need to, um, I've done some thinking. I've done some thinking. This is this is my fault. Wasn't wasn't intended, but I've done some thinking. And you had you had a proposal for um, for Frost. I think we can still work that angle. But not, not, not that way. So here's the thing. Frank still thinks I've got something over him. And I think I do. But it doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter. He's got folks breathing down his neck because he can't supply him anymore. We got this over here. We're not losing, but we're not winning. We're both just dying out here. What if... What if we can... What if we can hit him? What if... Because you said that guy was, was watching you. He knows what's going on, but he can't prove anything, right? Yeah. If I get a line, poker game, something, doesn't really matter. I get a line to Frank, and I say, because we've been on a little bit of thin ice. Like, we're still we're still friends, right? Right? Of course. I say things aren't going so well, and I got to get out. I tell Frank I got to get out. I tell him I got a line on uh, how we can take over some of the back lines that I've got here. Some of the trades and start funneling out his stuff and start feeding his uh, start feeding the sharks back home, the ones that are breathing down his neck. I give him that. We meet, and that's the bait. Pulls him in. We get some MPs to catch him and me. Because the way we're going right now, I'm going to end up with a knife or a bullet anyway. And being in an MP cap, and if you're if if your guy comes through, I'm fine. But either way, it's better than ending up with a knife or a bullet. Or, you know me, I'm not going to do much good out on the front line. I wasn't supposed to go down this way. Marlo from OSS was supposed to contact me. We were supposed to take Frank down. I'm going home. You're going to England. I don't like the way this is going. Right, but we got to take action because if we don't, you're gonna you're next week we. We lost, we lost church last week. Next week, you might lose Jimmy. Next week, you might lose me. We gotta end this now. I don't like it. Tell you what. Give it two days. 
Then we days. go with your plan. I'm gonna give Marlo two to more days. Let me give you let me give you the rest of what I've got. That first letter came through the Army Corps of Engineers. I know how he wrote it. I understand how he wrote it. I can write a similar one. As a request for a new latrine in a certain part of the camp. And as near as I can guarantee it, he'll understand what it means and what's going on. And that's the best we can do is let him know what is happening where and how he can act on it. So in a sense, you're meeting me halfway. Right. I'm letting, as far as I can, I'm letting Marlo know what we're about to do mm-hmm. and that he can come pick this guy up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Here is the danger mechanically. Right now, the two of us have a D12 versus a D12. You have a D10 versus a D12. If I trigger it, the things that I can call on have me rolling roughly flat against him. Die type for die type with maybe a bonus, maybe him slightly in the lead. Okay. I don't know what you would be able to roll. I can roll an aspect. Um, and potentially, depending on the context, I might be able to use one of my relationships to help you too. And see, that's the thing. I can call on both an aspect and a relationship. Mm-hmm. But again, it's going to be roughly flat. I'm probably going to get a hit with new too much, mm-hmm. which means that it's a D10 and a D12 versus at least a D10 and a D12. Mm-hmm. The way that I want to resolve it, I can call in Don't Cross Me, which is a D10. Right. And if he's got really nothing else that he can call on you, it know. might make more sense for you to run it with our plan. The problem is I'm not going to use your plan. Okay. So I think you should both do your plan. Simultaneously. Yeah. So what... It's happening. You're doing the assault, which is what I assume you're doing. What I'm going to do is let him set him up. Mm -hmm. Because you're basically trying to meet up with him, right? Yeah. I'm baiting him into a sting. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to go along with him on that. But... I'm going to physically go along is what I'm saying. Okay. And and then what? I'm going to kill Frank. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, Okay. So... Go ahead and I'm just, roll I'm, yours. I, I'm, I'm going to stop. This is beautiful. I love right. this. I'm going to stop cool. being around the bush. Yeah. I don't want my one of my best friends to take a hit. All right. Go so, ahead and roll yours. But I also ahead. know that Mara Mar is very calculated, and Lucky's very calculated, and he won't let me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to tell him. All right. So are we going for the resolve then? Yes. I will let you even say, I'm sorry, LT. I already did it. Okay. If you want. At, wait, like the whole thing? No, just, just, the, the, sending just the sending the message. Yeah. 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 Roughly, that's what... I sent it this morning. I'm meeting with him tonight, and there's a, there's a message to um, the Army Corps of Engineers knows that uh, a latrine needs to be built, and it needs to be installed at a certain time. And... You should have talked to me about that first. I did two days ago. And you get the signal... From your friend, the uh, provost marshal. Who's not really my friend anymore. Well, yeah. remember, he just said, "It, you know, I'll call you. All right. I am also taking um, new too much. And then I've got my D12 for the, for the conflict here. I'm going to boost relationship on him to a D8. Mm-hmm. It's not mechanically sound, but it makes more sense than anything else in my relationship chart. Mm-hmm. So that's the trade-off. All right, D10, 
for Lucky. I'm triggering Lucky. Mm -hmm. D8 for LT. Now you're there. Is there anything you want to give me to, to help this roll? I'm going to lend you the aspect of, of Don't Cross Me. Okay. Which what? is a D10. D10? Oh, that's good. I got... A 10. That's a 1. Oh. Yeah, it's a D. This is a 10, though. That's, yeah, a, that's 10. a 10. Yeah. So that's that 11. is 21. Okay. I got a total of 21. So describe for me what happens. I got a 14. All right. We need to... Basically, we need to describe this together. So whenever... Whatever happens, you jump in. It's raining. Stand in there. Looking shaky. It's the same scene with uh, basically just a couple of cigarettes around my feet as I'm watching, kind of keeping an eye out. I'm noticing that there's nobody installing a, a latrine, mm -hmm. which means one of two things. They thought it was a joke, or they took it seriously. Okay. Um, there's a, a crate next to me, just sitting there. Frank walks up. I assume he probably have one, maybe two guys with him. Oh, yeah. Didn't um, I didn't think I'd ever have cause to talk to you outside of work. You know what's um. Well, I I want out. I went away from all this. None of this was my fault. None of this. They say that uh, everything has a cost. Everything is a trade. I got something great. I lost it almost immediately because it was too good. And everything's gone downhill since because it was too good. You think you can buy your way out of this, boy? No, but I'm going to try. My luck has gone so far south that this won't work, but it's all I got left. It's what I got to try. All I ever wanted was for you to walk away. You know what the funny part is? Un Until Jenny died, I had no idea. Yeah, well, now you've gone and uh, made bedfellows, as they say. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's too late for that. Maybe. But I got a sneaky suspicion that um, you've got some, uh, you got some people watching you from a distance. Got watchers watching the watchers. And uh, I think I know how you might be able to deal with at least some of them. All right. You know I'm on this side. You know I've got I've got lines. You know I got friends still in supply. Yeah. I can give you those. I can hand them over. You can backroad your way in. They're good people. They'll do with they'll do what I leave them with. Now you're above me. So you can you can get orders and get me sent out of here. You can get me sent back to England. You can get me sent um, just a few camps back. You can put me in a mash tent for all I care. I just, I want out. You can even fake my death and just ship me home. I can do what I want and then take it from you. That too, like I said, it's a risk. It's a gamble. But I figure, as far as I've known, all Italian businessmen have been honest when they make a deal. <laughs> All right. 
You butted me up. Where's your boy? See you around Supply this tent? Let's see. Where are you? Shouldn't be. Should just be me. I told you. We've had some issues. I figure the way things are going, eventually I'll lose all my friends. It's been that way for the past few months. All right. All right. If you're going to be a gentleman about it, I can be a gentleman too. And he holds out his hand to shake. I'm going to okay. start reaching forward. Jimmy's there. Mm-hmm. With Jimmy. him? No, no, no. No, with you. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy's I'm completely alone. He's I have to be. Alone. Okay. Jimmy has been told to shoot both soldiers that are with um, Marciano. Sure. And drop those guys. And then I want to walk out and shoot Marciano. He is on his knees. Martiali? Yeah. As soon as the guns go off, like, what? What? This is not. What is going on? I walk out with my 45. I push him down on the ground. And I say, You Dagos talk too much. And I shoot him. Okay. Shoot him. Three, four, five times in the chest. Then once in between the eyes. We had it. The box, the supply line. All he needed to do was make one transfer. It goes straight through the Army Corps of Engineers. Lucky, no one's going to miss that piece of shit. Go home. The warehouse that you've been standing in front of. The, the corrugated garage door lifts. I just basically crumple onto the ground. Is it half dozen men standing there and the man that you know as Major Marlowe. He steps out, takes one look at the body, the bodies, glances at you, walks straight up to you. Couldn't do it, could you? Should have known. Arrest this man. I put the gun I put the gun down on the down on the ground and put my hands behind my head. He looks to you. He says Which part of England are you interested in? Amara? I look over at Mara and I wink and I say, <clears throat> London's got the best nightlife around. Blackpool, there's nobody there. And two, uh, we see them as uh, Army Corps engineers grab you and bring you into the building. How are you dealt with? Um, it depends. Oh, I can just tell you. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm sent to Fort Leavenworth to await execution. Everything has been blamed on Colvin. And they used this as a way to cover up all the problems in Lucky Strike. Basically, it was mob-connected, uh, and uh, even Marziali is exonerated. His name's really not even mentioned. Good job, boys. Looks like we caught the damn Superman. Hmm. Yeah. Final scene. Frost. I want to say it's Christmas. Mm. Is that too far? No, actually. um, Because it was November 1st. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm thinking is... um, because the USO office, we don't just do shows. Like, I'm probably there also helping oversee just some other USO sure, services. Yeah. Um, like, what sort of stuff would the USO do aside from Where shows? At? Uh, at Lucky Strike. What would the USO mm-hmm. do? Right. Hand, uh, hand out donuts and coffee. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So, maybe I can have a run-in with the uh, the kid. And uh, maybe like I'm looking at like, the Stars and Stripes or something. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing the news mm-hmm. of his, um, basically, the court-martial ruling. Mm-hmm. Um and so maybe like I'm seeing that and then the kid comes up or something like that and this would of course be after of course uh, yeah. of course so I'm sitting there um this is yeah we'll say Christmas um we didn't expect to still be here <laughs> or we were hoping we wouldn't still be here um but you can see like there's all sorts of uh it, it, as much as we can get there's tinsel and Christmas lights and uh trees and um lots of red and green everywhere and you know the girls are walking around in like these sort of um, almost elf-looking costumes and stuff like that. Christmas carols in a minor key. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm saying they're reading the Stars and Stripes, and I'm seeing um, news of your uh, court-martial ruling, um, basically saying that, you know, like, Lieutenant... Uh, Lieutenant Colvin to be stripped of rank and sent to Fort Leavenworth to await execution for racketeering and murder. Right. Um, and basically, I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm reading this, and there's a few other people, it's not just me, but at this table handing out donuts and coffee to the soldiers as they walk by. And this is the kid from the other yes. camp. And he has been rotated back, fighting for weeks, remember, because mm-hmm. you ended up on the front line. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you've been fighting for like five or six weeks, and your unit is being rotated mm-hmm. back to Camp Lucky Strike. Mm-hmm. So you're back from where you began at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting, too. I, he comes up and tries to take some donuts and coffee, and it's like, uh, well, it looks like you've seen some action. Sorry, we're not home yet. And the kid looks very, very different. Um, gaunt. Um, and he's no longer a kid. I haven't seen enough to uh, make up for what's happened to some others. <sighs> you look like you've been here for a lot longer than I have. <laughs> for better or for worse. At least it's uh, calmed down a little. Do you know when they're sending you back? Uh, it's... You come, you go. They might keep me out for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. <laughs> Well, donuts and coffee here for all you're here. I think um, one thing that would be happening is uh, the Battle of the Bulge has been going on for a few days. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they were coming through and just grabbing guys and sending them back to the front just to patch holes. Right. So it would make total sense at this point as you're talking to them. He gets drugged 
and put onto a truck, basically. I mean, not drag, but mm-hmm. hurry up with those donuts. That's you're you're going back to the front. As a, as a, as I'm grabbing donuts and, and pulling out. Well, I hope they rotate you guys out before I get back. Just doing our duty. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Roll With It Unplugged, a production of backward-compatible.com. The GM for this episode is Adam Doc Bracken, running an alpha of Murder Your Darlings by Doc and Kruger Games. The players are Chris Kruger, Will Parsons, and Kevin Paul. Editing by Chris Kruger. For the Backward Compatible crew, thank you for listening. Thank you.